Megan. What's up, what's up, people? We are back. This is it. This is it. The final season of Walking Dead, the mothership, the proper. This is season 11, episode 1. With Akron, part 1. Alright, uh, I'm Adam Vale, joined by Richard Bailey Jr. and Carlos Romero. What's up, guys? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, people? Yeah, what's up, everybody? This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. This is it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I, I enjoyed this episode. Just heads up for new listeners out there. If you have not watched this episode, this is we're, we're full of spoilers. This is not a prediction. This is a review with a discussion of this episode. So you can go to AMC Plus, AMC Plus, if you want to call it that. Go on there. You can sign up. You can watch it there. If not, it'll air, was it next Sunday? On yeah, AMC. next Sunday. Yeah, on AMC. So, you know, if you really want to know what's going on, go ahead. Just stay, stay listening and you're going to hear all the spoilers. But definitely watch. This is a must watch. A lot happened in this episode. You know, uh, right off the bat, I'd just like to thank everybody. We have a bunch of new followers on Spotify and on iTunes. And, I, and that's something we talked about, Rich. We knew that that was going to happen going into the final season. Right? We knew it. We're like... People oh, yeah. that, that fell off or were like, eh, I'm not going to come in. I mean, it happens to almost every series. People usually jump in to see how it's finally going to end. Like, all right, let's see where this goes. And so that's what's happening. So welcome, everyone. Thanks. This is going to be great. It's going to be a fun season, a long season. Because from what I understand, it's going to break off going into deep 2022. Right? Going something like that. We're talking about, like, they have episodes that are going to air all the way into the summer. So this this will be a big one, but man, uh, as you know, this is I am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. We cover, of course, Walking Dead. We cover Fear of Walking Dead and World Beyond, which soon will be dead. Um, <laughs> there is only one other season. That's a two season uh, series, and thank God because I we don't like it. It's not great. We do know that there's some tie-ins going on with Fear of Walking Dead, and we'll get to that when Fear comes back. And I think Fear and World Beyond come back around the same time. So that'll be interesting, but man, we're the, the name of the show is I am Negan, and I'm so proud because I know when we first decided name, some people were like, oh, well, it sounds like you guys are gonna be for the prick. He's not a prick. He's the man, and you know what? He proved it in this episode. This was Negan's episode. This Negan made me proud to have this show called I am Negan. We're, we're followers, and if we were in that tunnel with him, and he said, let's go, I'm like, yeah, you're right, let's go. Oh, we're that, that we're that like little kid and then fresh faced kid that was with them is like I'll go with him. Yeah, even that line he was like yeah was he's like he's like a prick or something. He's, he's like, a dick. Yeah, he's a dick, but he he speaks sense. He's got some words here that makes sense. But you know what? We're we're gonna jump ahead and so let's not. All right, so here we go, people. If you watch the episode, as you know, there's two major uh, story parts that are happening here. We have the crew of Negan, Maggie, Daryl, Carol. You know that whole crew, and then we have with the Ezekiel and Princess. Uh, um, I'm, I'm blanking on everyone else. Yumiko. Yumiko and Eugene. And they're over at the Commonwealth doing the whole interrogation scene. So we will start off with the the base group, with Negan and all of them, cover their whole story piece for this episode, and then we will jump into the Commonwealth. That way there's no flip-flopping and everybody's on the same page because there was a lot that happened in this episode. 
All right, let's let's get this started. Let's get this started. So you know what? That's funny though. Is that I think this is the first episode that we have Carol in it that she does not say a single word. She she gave direction. She shot bullets. Uh, she didn't say. I believe she didn't say a word. I think yeah. you're correct. She did. Yeah, she was there. So at the beginning of the episode, we were we see the group. It seems like uh, we have the the ladies at the bottom of some kind of building. They're in a basement level. They had to get lowered, which makes sense. They were lighter, and we're introduced to lurkers for the first time and walking to kind of weird that they wait till the last season to introduce characters of a, a version, a, a variant of a Walker that we've seen in comics, but whatever it's here now. And for those who don't know, the lurkers are pretty much uh, walkers that have nowhere to walk, whether their legs are damaged or there's just nowhere to go. So then they just lay down. So they look like they're just, just dead, dead. But then they're not. Some of them, they just get up. They just, uh, Once they hear a sound or if they or whatever triggers them, then they'll get up and then they attack. So uh, these uh, women are lowered down in this area to get supplies or what have you. And there's a bunch of them, right? There's a whole bunch of these things all just laying everywhere. And as they were pulling up some supplies, of course, something happens. The road breaks. The, the person up top sweats. A drip hits one of the, the lurkers, and that's enough to trigger. They get up. Firefight. Right, you got the guys up top with down them shooting down. You got the ladies at the bottom shooting. It, it was a fun scene. Fun scene. Uh, of course, they get them out, and there we go. Once they get outside, tons of walkers everywhere. Don't know how that happened because that. A, yeah, go ahead, Carlos. I do have a question before that though. Are they so <clears throat> they sneak into the thing? They they go down on the ropes. I'm sur- I was surprised they didn't like they were just lurking and they're walking past him. I'm surprised they didn't just you know do silent kills on all of them. It's like okay, <laughs> let me do let me just put a knife at the head at this one, knife at the head at that one. Just keep going on to not have any funny business at the end, just in case Daryl's blood decides to splash over someone. Yeah, I think it was just there's too many of them, and uh, this mm-hmm. is new to them. I'm surprised they didn't address it in the show. Like, oh, wait, what's this? They can lay down? They can just sleep? What's going on? I mean, yeah, that bring up a bunch of discussions. But this is too late in the season. It's, well, too late, I should say, in the series for them to just introduce right. and have that discussion. So, yeah, later on we find out, even um, if you watch it, which everyone should have, uh, over on AMC Plus at the end, the showrunner, she talks about how this was something they wanted to bring earlier on. They didn't know when was the right time to bring in and introduce it. And they're like, ah, it's, this is it. This is the last season, so why not? You know, F it. Let's just throw it out there. So, yeah. What I didn't understand is maybe from the gunfire, because at first they they were doing the crossbows, they're doing the knives, they're trying to keep it silent. But once he started with the the the, the mini gun and the assault rifles and all that, I guess that's what triggered. So once they go above ground again, there's just tons of them, and they're just shooting them up. It's a big firefight. A lot of cool kill scenes. This is that action moment. And poof, there we go. We're done. We're into the episode. So that was your only issue with it, Carlos? With the that, episode that part, or with that, that scene? Part, just that scene. Just that scene. Yeah, I, I think everything else is straightforward. You know, they're, we were we find out later on they're desperately scavenging for food. So later on we notice it's like, okay, this was super dangerous to do, but it's obviously the right thing to do because these they need to feed people. And obviously uh, they are later on we figure out we find out that they're also getting more people into the group. So yeah. Uh, other than that, it was it, everything else was pretty straightforward. Yeah. What about you, Rich? Uh, I thought it was a good intro, uh, but I do have one criticism that I will oh. make. Um, 
And really, it's it goes back to something we spoke about on the show before. When they were escaping, and you saw Carol was one of the final people that was able to escape, uh, I guess the suspension of disbelief would have you think, well, this character could potentially get killed. But that won't happen because oh, yeah. we already know that there's an AMC show coming. Another mm-hmm. show with these two characters. So yeah, they, they count them, and we definitely know it's not a prequel because they didn't know each other prior to yeah. that. So it's not like, oh, well, this is their story when they were buddies in the same town. No, no, that didn't happen. So yeah, you're right. You're right. There's, but but I, but I definitely I don't want to take away anything from the intro. I thought it was a great way to start the season. It's just that it, you you, you kind of knew at that moment that well she's probably not going to get killed. I, I thought maybe someone else might have perished in that particular um, start to the season. But as we will see later on, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are going to start to, to, to die as we get yeah. deeper into the season. So, Well, I mean, not even it, not even that, Rich. I mean, you know, you know, Carol's not going to die because of the show. You know, Maggie isn't going to sh- die because of the whole Negan resol- resolution. Oh, you yeah. know, uh, you know, the, the deaf girl isn't going to die because, you know, her sister's still at large. Um, so... <laughs> There's there's a lot of those. Well, but yeah, well, maybe it, they could have been a red shirt somewhere. Well, they could be. They could be. But I mean, for the casuals that just watch the show and don't know about the comics, I'm sure the question was, can these walkers sleep? Like that's the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, I know what this is, but I'm like, they never introduced it before, so maybe that's the only issue I have with this part. And the fact that they didn't address it, just for the casuals that watch the show, like, wait, what is this? Now you're just making up stuff. You know, like this. Is- yeah, like they suddenly sleep, like out of you know, where, what is this? Eleven seasons. Yeah, eleven Tessie, seasons. Tessie, yeah, we, we don't never, see this. They have never come across yeah. a field where a bunch of them just <laughs> laying there. We've seen well, the, winter. Remember winter time where they were just walking like a troop, like in the cold, looking for shelter. We didn't see them just say, "Let's lay down." <laughs> I, guess that, I guess that makes sense because they're. I mean. Throughout the, the entirety of this series, a lot of people sometimes complain when they go into, like, houses and stuff, and it's, like, really quiet, and then they just pop out of nowhere. It's like, what? They didn't make any – they didn't make that – like, noise. Yeah. Maybe that could have been it. Well, definitely, definitely. That's it. We can just fill in the blanks for them. That's how we could do it. It's like, oh, yeah, remember that one scene in uh, season two when Carl was in the house, and then they just jumped out? That's it. It was sleeping. It was a lurker. It was lurking. It was lurking. All right. So there we go. So then – we're back at Alexandria. Everyone's there. They, they look all happy, but they're not because we find out that they're hungry. They have no food. Things are bad. They're like, well, Daryl's talking about um, uh, how many rations do they have left. It's like, for everybody, we only have about a week's worth. It's like, all right, we need to do something. We need to, to figure this out. And uh, that's when uh, Maggie also introduces that she has three new friends or returning friends. Well, one of them, I only caught his name, Duncan. Uh, I don't know about the other ones because we already know about uh, Elijah and Cole, but uh, she did mention Duncan. Right. We see her sons there, and Duncan children just puts him on his shoulders, like, oh, "Hey, you know." We she's like, "I'm glad you're here." It's like, "All right, well, there should be some more context." So here, like, wh- what happened? You know, and like, I don't know. It was just weird. I just I was like, "All right, well, is that guy gonna die next?" That's the only thing I can think of. It's like, oh, you introduce yeah. new faces so that way they can die later on. So they they have to have some people die. But anyway, we're they're introduced and we're finding out that they need food. They have no food. And they're trying to figure out what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then Maggie comes up with an idea. It was like, well, we could go to my old camp. And uh, what was the name? It starts off with an M. I wrote it in my notes. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's uh, slipping my my head right now. Da, 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 da. Meriden, I think that was it. Meriden, I think that's yeah. All over. That's it. There's, anyway, the point is the main camp that she was gone that she was at for those six years that she was away from the Alexandria crew. She's just telling a story, and she was like, "Well, the people." And that's the other thing. She didn't mention them by name. She didn't call them Reapers, but they called them Reapers in last season. Last season, yeah. Right? So it's like, why not address them by name? Maybe this part was filmed during that time and they didn't discuss it. I don't know. But she just said the only two things they knew about them, she said, was that they come at night. Right? And they, what was it, that they come to kill them all and and do that type of thing. They're just horrible people. And she said that there were some walkers that came into the the town. She starts talking about the story about how she thinks it was planned because then they went to lure them away. And then when they came back, everybody was dead. And it it was horrible. But then... Her whole thing is that she thinks that if they go back, that there's not many left. Because if you remember last season, they had one that was hunting them, the sniper. And they took right. him out. So she's like, well, the fact that there's only one, that a lone wolf coming after them tells her that there's not many left. And that maybe there's enough that they can just take control there because they said all their food's there, their crops. I'm assuming they had a similar setup to like the hilltop with a garden and all that. Because so, she was like, yeah, we can take that back. And then just start over. I mean, we got more heads now. Let's do this. And then, of course, your boy Daryl. Oh man, let's do it. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of course, he was. He was way too quick to join the fight. I was surprised. Yeah, I'm like, well, we're obviously going to get you know backlash from a certain group. We got that from. uh, We got the. Who did we get that from? We got it from like two people. I think. was it Gabriel? No, not, not Gabriel. Was in one of them. No, no, Gabriel. Everybody was in on the only, the only two, and we'll get to it. Was Negan and the kid. No, no, no. The, from the from the Alexa- when they were at Alexandria, there was two oh. people that were um, against it. Oh, what's his name? The guy with the without the without the hand. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, the one with the the oh, yeah. I'm blanking on his name. There's so many characters, but yes, I know what you're talking about. He was the one yeah, that yeah. had the solo episode with uh, Gabriel. Yeah, he was he was in against it, and Homegirl was against it also. The oh, Latina oh. sister. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she was against it too. Um, but uh. Yeah, so they they did have pushback, but obviously uh, I'm I was surprised. Daryl's like, well, I'm going in. That's it. <laughs> Let's go. No one talked about how far it is or how long is it going to take. What are we going to do? We need to think about now surrounding areas because they sort of talked about it's like yeah, we we there's nothing around. I was like, ah, all right, well it, it, this is this is where we're going to go. This is what's going to happen. This is a trip. So everybody that's there, and Carol's there too, they all give like a nod or a little nod. No one says yes. So at first, I wasn't sure. I had to rewind and watch that part again. I was like, did, because he was like, well, all right. And then he walked out. So it's like, oh, are you going by yourself? Did everybody really, I thought this is, you needed verbal confirmation here. You know, it's like, because the camera just pans over to Carol and all the other crew and Maggie and everybody. Of course, Maggie's going to go. It was her idea. It'd be funny if she's like, well, I'm not sure about doing now that I think about it. But no, they're all in on it. And then the group walks out. Now we see some of the other people. I think that was it. That, that kid. Is he with the Duncan in them? I don't remember ever seeing him before. I think he's new. Yeah. Right? He's new. I don't know if he's just Maggie's crew or not, but anyway, let's just get to the good stuff. This is it. Next scene, boom. It's a rainstorm. It's at night. They're out on the open road. And uh they start talking about some of them are discussing we need shelter. The other Maggie's like, No, we have to keep going. We have to keep going. I'm like 
she's turning into Rick over here. It's like, oh, we gotta mm-hmm. go fight on, you know, Carl. right? Where's Carl? Carl, come up front. And you know, I need to see you, boy, with your one eye. You know, so <laughs> right. I know your peripherals all messed up now. You know, so anyway, I got you left. So. Uh, they they go back and forth, which I feel like is kind of pointless. Come on now, it's pouring rain. There's lightning. There's thunder. It's dark. It, and here's the funny thing: if you notice, they had they didn't have their flashlights on out there. But when they pan off to the left and they say, "All right, we can find shelter there," and it's a subway station, then once they get in, they turn on their lights. They had flashlights. I'm like, oh, "Why didn't you do that on open road? I don't I don't know who walk, just wanders the road at night. Maybe they have really good eyes, and the moonlight was enough for them. I don't know. But uh, mm-hmm. the once before I go for I'll ask you guys, but once I saw this, I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a old haunted house type episode." That's the first thing I thought. I was like, this is it. And they're probably going to get divided and all kinds of craziness is going to happen. You know, did you get that vibe when you saw this subway station? Yeah, I did. I think I thought there were like, okay, it's kind of be like a house of horrors. It's like the the dudes in the plastic bags and then they're going to walk through and there's something something hidden going to be there. So I thought it was just going to be like a progressive, you know, new thing after each, you know, step they take. Mm -hmm. Rich, what did you think when you saw that? Yeah, I felt this was going to be uh, basically a trip into the unknown. You know, yeah, going into, you know, like you said, the haunted house vibe. But yeah, going into an abandoned subway station. Uh, that's definitely a different, unique take that I wasn't expecting. Because, yeah, it's it just it, it leads uh, into interpretation that they can go into an area and then try to think creatively about how how to add threats within that environment yep yep and so we get in they get in and they start exploring and they go down into the tunnels and maggie's like all right this is where we're gonna go we're just gonna go down this tunnel and this will take us <laughs> to where we have to go I'm like oh really do you know i mean we saw some signs on the walls and one of them was like uh um there's no tolerance for racism and there's a bunch of other things that were written all over the wall so clearly people were living down here or uh, there's a great documentary called uh, Darkest Days. Everybody should check that one out. It's about people that live in the subway tunnels of New York. There's some people oh. that by choice, that's what they want to do because they don't want to pay rent. The rent's too high. The rent is too damn high. But uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a really good documentary. Check it out, Darkest Days. So anyway, there's uh, all these signs all over the place and then they come across uh, bodies. Same type of deal like the, the lurker deal, but these are wrapped up in like a clear body bag. And they were like, oh, are they already dead? Or And then they go to approach and then they realize it's still alive. It comes up, but it doesn't make noises. They put it down, but when they open up the bag, they see that it, the, the throats have been slit so far through that you can't hear them. Now... If I was the person doing the killing, I don't know if I would go that far, only because I want to hear them if they do break out and start coming. Then we know it's like, oh, Jimmy, that died the other day. Uh, he's back. Um, he's over there. You hear him? You hear him? But you can't hear these. You can't hear them. So I, I was yeah. like, all right, that's kind of weird to, to add that little caveat of cutting that deep. But whatever. There's a bunch of them. So then Maggie, of course, is like, well, we got to be careful and we got to kill them all. That's it. We just got to kill them all. It's like, oh, man. I mean, when they panned down that tunnel, it just looked like there was hundreds. There's just bodies everywhere. I mean, some out of the bag, some in the bag. Oh, this is going to take forever. 
right? So as they're navigating through, of course, that one kid that no one, I don't know, maybe they mentioned his name, but who cares, right? So he's having trouble with one of the loose ones. Right? It seems like it's That's a, a big, big ass dude. Yeah, he was big. He yeah. was a big dude, right? Uh, so I guess uh, he, that's the other it's just little caveats I have with all this. How long has he been dead? Uh, usually your body, as you know, if you don't eat, you lose weight, right? That, that's what happens. Your body starts pretty much eating itself. So, so how is he still big? Maybe he didn't die that long ago. I don't know. I, I start questioning all these things. But yeah, big fellow having a fight with him. But who comes to help? Negan. That's right. Negan's with this crew. This is the first mission we've ever seen with Maggie and Negan. Right, so Negan goes to help. You know, he pushes the kid away. He starts fighting with the guy. And he kills it. He looks back, and everybody's just watching him. And she was like, "Well, we just, we just got to be more careful," you know. And starts walking. And this is where our boy Negan goes on his rant. He's like, "Why are we doing this? What is the point of this? Why are we going through this tunnel? We don't know if there's even an end to this. We don't even know if the people that did all this are still here. You know, this is a death march. We're following her blindly with all this. She's acting like a dictator. He went on this rant, you know, and he was like, and he thought he looked at Daryl. was like, oh, just with that that dull look on your face is telling me that you thought you didn't know any of this. You, you none of this even crossed your mind. And it's like she well, has her- he's referring to he's referring to the fact that she she's getting him so she can kill him essentially well that's what he was saying too yeah he was like he thinks this is all a plan also because he was like why am i even here he's like why am i here he's like i'm leaving i don't need to be here but i think she wants me here so she can kill me down here and out of the prying eyes of the rest of the group back in alexandria and just say oh you know like hey shit happens we were out on this uh this this whole thing and and this happened and uh, the best line, the best line. Oh, man. When I heard this, I'm like, oh. And he was like, oh, yeah. So you can put me down like a dog, like Glenn. It's like, oh. And, oh. It's like, <laughs> oh and then, of course, Daryl pops in one, you know. Which is uh, which is ironic because he did the same thing to get Glenn dead, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to get Glenn killed. So, yeah, it's 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 funny. It's the, It just all goes around. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that. I like that scene. That scene was it was pretty good. I mean, I'm kind of with Negan there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know she she doesn't she gives him the the evil eye everything and all the time and uh, she doesn't she obviously doesn't want him around because she reminds him she gives she gives her PTSD of what yeah. happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. She def- and I don't ever think that she's going to forgive him, and she has no reason to forgive him. But mm-hmm. it's just the way everybody else sees him. Like even when, when uh, right before that, when Negan wanted to talk to Daryl and say, like, "Hey, can we have a moment?" He's like, "Well, we're, oh, you think we're buddies now?" It's like uh, I sort of saved your life last season. Um, yeah, I think we can talk. I mean, he's proved his worth. He killed Alpha. He cut off Alpha's mm-hmm. head. He served time in their prison. So if you people want to say years, oh, years exactly. So it's like when people want to think about. The whole, uh, oh, in current times, like someone goes to prison, they serve their time, they come out and say, hey, I want to start new, and they try to prove themselves. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt. At some point, you have to. And I feel with Negan's situation, he has. He spent the time in their prison, did that. He went out, he helped them kill their, their biggest enemy at the time with Alpha. Done. He's been there. And yes, Maggie comes in, and it's as if everybody just forgets all the good that he's done in that time. And it's like, yeah, you did, Gail Glenn. We hate you again. We hate you. you know, well, then, uh, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use I'm gonna use that logic for later on on the discussion. 
because I have okay. I have right. I have thoughts on, on a particular scene. Thoughts. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. So then uh, that's when the, the the kid that he saved was like, yeah, you know, he's sort of a dick or whatever, but he makes sense. I'm leaving too. I'm I'm good to go. You know, he had said that. But anyway. That was right before this whole thing happened, and he gets popped, and he's on the floor. This is Negan. So he gets hit. He's on the floor. He's looking, and then Maggie comes over, pulls out a gun, points it at him. And she had, right before that, mentioned that they, the reason why he's there is because he knows the the DC, not the subway system, but just the layout. And he had yeah. said, well, you can't use a map or any of that stuff. And she was like, well, she wants him <laughs> because of that. He doesn't buy it. But she's pointing the gun and basically says that she is going to... She thinks about killing him all the time. But she needs him right now. So mm-hmm. that's that's the reason why he's part of the group. And she said, the reason why I'm in charge is because everybody voted. Um, I don't remember that. That could have been cut from this episode. There was no vote on this that she should be leading this trip especially if you just said that you have negan because he is like the tour guide because he knows dc right because they're going to bethesda i think that's where they're going or traveling through but it usually usually i mean this is how it works the person who with the directions is the one that's leading the way or driving isn't that how it works Mm-hmm. So if you follow that logic, Negan should be the one in the front. And if he says, yeah, I don't think we should be traveling in a subway station, especially the tunnels with multiple paths. Uh, yeah, let's get out of here. I would follow him. It's like, yeah, I would take the surface any day, especially during the current situations that they're having. But uh, yeah, that's her rundown. And she basically said it, though, out of her words, out of her mouth. I mean, she said it. She's like, hey, I think about pulling you down. I think about killing you. Okay, she yeah. just there you go. She planted the seed. So I mean, she said that the that like her, she, the the little past of her like her little past self is the only thing holding her back. Oh from yeah, yeah, actually doing yeah. it. That's what she said. That's right. She said that, that that person that I was six years ago. There's only a little piece of that that's still me. Everything else has changed. And I was like, okay, yeah, we get it. You're a different person. All right, but then yeah, because she, she's different been. Person. She's been through the the hilltop stuff. She mm-hmm. went. She went to to that place where she's where she met the new crew. They got they got demolished, and uh, and I guess she's been. She's she's not the same Maggie as that we know we knew her even after leaving hilltop. Yeah, I mean I, there was so, there's so much ammunition for Negan that I mean he could have went on a longer rant. He could have just said, "Well, let me see. We're following you in the tunnel, but yet." The same people that followed you back in your other camp. What happened to them? Oh, I know. They turned into everything that's around us now. Just dead bodies. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, why are we doing this? But, but I then wish. Again, yep. I wish she would have. I wish you know when Maggie was pointing when she was pointing the gun at him. I wish I wish Negan would have been like, I'm not gonna beg, <laughs> like uh like Daryl's brother did. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that but he cool. did say but, he did say right before that he said let's do this now. Just do it. Yeah. If you want to kill me, if you want to do this, and if this is your end game, just do it now. Let's just get this over with, you know. But then that's when they came up with the whole thing of like, oh yeah, we need him because of you know he knows the area. And I was like, again, there's so many. I mean, you traveled Maggie with your with Elijah and Cole through all of this. Maybe not through the mm-hmm. tunnels, of course, but from that area to get to Alexandria. So don't you know where you're going? Yeah. Like, come on now. Whatever, whatever. I get it. Let's just move on with the show. So as they keep going further down the tunnel, they see more and more bodies. Oh, and Dog is with them, who's very quiet. I love this dog. He's very quiet. You can forget that he's even there. He's efficient. Yeah, he's definitely efficient. So he's there. 
And so as they're getting closer, they're trying to figure out, and then they see it looks like it's a dead end. They're like, this is this is the nightmare, right? We get to a dead end now. So mm-hmm. they don't know which way to go. They see there's another path, and then as they're arguing about it, that's when you start hearing like groans and stuff, and poof. One of the paths is a bunch of walkers coming, right? These are not in the back. They're good to go. All right, so they're coming at them. There's a whole big fight. Everyone's going back and forth. They're freaking out. They were like, right, what are we going to do? What are we doing? And then they found that there's a plate, there's an area that they climb up on the side of the wall, right, to get to uh, the above ground. So uh, they start climbing up, and it's down to Daryl, Maggie, and Negan. And then all of a sudden, the dog, cause, which makes sense. He's barking. He's freaking out with all these walkers. And that's the one other issue I always thought about, that if he does, the dog tries to defend, that he bites one of these things, does that mean he gets infected? Because the blood and everything's in his mouth? You I don't know? think, does it affect, I mean... That's a good question. I mean, do we have you seen a, an example of I animals? We saw, being... we saw a horse. I remember a horse being infected, or we saw them eat a horse. Maybe yeah. Maybe that doesn't happen. Maybe it doesn't happen for animals. I don't hmm. know. But he takes off. He starts barking. He takes off. So then Daryl's like, "I got to go get my dog." And, and Meg is like, "No, we got to go." And they're fighting and they're shooting and doing the whole thing. And he takes off. He goes down one path. There goes that. So now it's just Maggie and Negan. And then Negan climbs up. And then Maggie follows. And as she's climbing up, one of the walkers grabs her ankle. So it's pulling and pulling. She's kicking off. She's, kicking, she's trying to climb. Pulling, pulling. And then you then pans over and you see that Negan's looking back. And then she's looking up at him. And she just says, Negan, like, like help me. And... uh he doesn't. He turns his head and just keeps going. And she's like in shock. And all of a sudden we see her slip down. Boom. She's gone. Ah, man. All that's right. what, that's, 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 that's where I had the, my, that's my biggest issue with this whole episode. All right. Well, just that decision. What, what Negan, the decision with him do, not saving her? Yeah. You think Negan, he should Negan, well, it's not about whether he should have or whether he should have or not. It's whether this character would have done it and and the way negan has been this this whole the last couple of seasons have been a whole redemption arc for negan oh yeah you know he's he's gone through the gutter he got jailed his whole crew was wiped out and then he walked up and remember i told you that that you were mentioning a couple of stuff about negan doing it's like he killed alpha he saved uh judith he he's he's done everything to you know to to help out the crew he's you know he's saved daryl's life um, so uh, this, this action of, you know, just letting Maggie, Maddie, Maggie go, even though she, she obviously wants him dead. I don't think that's his character anymore. That, that, I, that just doesn't seem like something he would have done at this moment. I'll tell you why though. I'll tell you the deciding factor. You're right. He did all that. He, he proved that his worth and that he was a changed man. But that moment that we just discussed with her pointing the gun and said, I think about killing you all the time. That she thinks about it. That was enough for him to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm a different man. Everyone else seems to forget that I am a different man. But you definitely will never accept that I have changed. There's no point in trying. And we said it. There's no way she's going to ever forgive him. And I think he, at that moment, hit that notion in his head. It's like, there's no way she's going to ever forgive me. She's always going to be a thorn in my side. I'm always going to have to look over my shoulder. Hell, she just pointed a gun at me while I was down. So why even bother? 
He didn't kick her or do anything. He just let her do her own thing. And and if she could survive, she could survive. Not too damn bad. Also, remember, Daryl is still down there. He doesn't know. So maybe Daryl can help her out. That's the other thing we don't know. I mean, well, I don't well, think that's, she's dead. That's, that's, the, that's the whole thing. It's, you know, Maggie's obviously not going to die from this. Um, and, you know, Negan... Negan also has to answer to the, the rest of the crew. He's like, oh, Maggie's not gone. You know? I, I just think... Well, at the I, end, I, if you saw... It, it, ruined, little... it ruined... It, honestly, it ruined the episode for me. Whoa. Because I... This isn't this isn't something Negan would have done. This not not this I, Negan. Even I, though even though even though Maggie hates his guts, he doesn't. He's he. There's no reason for him to to let her die. There at is this moment. There is there is a reason. There is. A <laughs> she reason. wants him. She wants him dead. She he gave he gave himself up. You know he gave he, himself up. It's not like he was looking for. He's not. He was looking to save his life at that moment. So why so why five minutes later when he's up on the train he's like oh let me preserve my life this time no it wasn't to preserve his life it was just to ignore her life that's it no, no, she no. he's he's doing it because he won't he, he it, it if what people are gonna say is that is he's preserving his life by letting <laughs> her die so she wouldn't kill him <laughs> that's I, the I, whole thing I, I that's what, and i'm like it? no that's that doesn't make sense. No, well, yeah. Rich, what do you think? What do you think? So, uh, you know, I think Carlos has made some some ver- some excellent points. Uh, my, my issue is that I think I'm a little mixed on it right now because part of me feels as though that is exactly how I expected Negan to respond because if he is going to make up with Maggie, I think that has to happen over time. It shouldn't happen immediately in the same episode where she said, oh, I, I always, there are always times that I think about killing you because then that would be a little unrealistic. So I'm, I'm okay with him, uh, you know, making this decision to not help her. Uh, although I, I think it would be a lot more outrage if he just straight up pushed her yeah. for, you know, in, in mm-hmm. you know, in, into the zombies as opposed to not helping her. Cause yeah. then, then I can see people getting really angry about that. Mm-hmm. He did Rich push her. Rich just reminded me of something else, and that just made me even more upset. (laughs) They they did this. The whole reason why they did this is to create even more conflict between them. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm fine with Maggie holding a grudge forever with with Negan because she killed he killed Glenn. Okay, that's unforgivable for her, and obviously you can understand it from her point. So I'm fine with having this grudge. And Negan trying to redeem himself every single time, every step of the way, and to get to get into her favor. But this this action or his is like unable to do something. Is they're just doing it to to divide the rift even more? And I'm like, we didn't need that. She already hates his guts enough to kill him. Why are you doing this? Why are you making this rift even bigger? Like I we think, already have see, the tension. I think you put too much into this redemption thing with Negan. I think you're making it seem like <laughs> they're thinking that he turned a new leaf and he's completely Mr. What? Good Guy. He's not. No. But he's no, definitely not so. toward her. Because he tried. He came along. He didn't do anything. He was being helpful. Never questioned it. But once he does question, then, of course, everyone turns their back and they look at him like he's uh, the a-hole again. 
you know, as if you they know, just turned back time and they forgot all the good that you just mentioned that he did do. And she wasn't there for any of that. She wasn't there for when they had the whispers. She wasn't there when Judith went wandering off. She wasn't there for any of that. Now, yeah, but it don't, does, that doesn't don't, mean that his character isn't like that. No, but we don't well, know if they ever even told her about, like, hey, listen, we didn't just let him out. He's been no, doing I a lot for I, us. You know, I, I think I think I, I think I can give Carlos a, a very good explanation as to why they're focusing so much on this is because this is the question that we asked when the show returned last season for the little last couple of episodes, why it felt like they were trying to avoid the confrontation between Negan and Maggie. So I, I guess they COVID. decided. Well, I well, 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 we, we, we know for sure that's that's yeah. for sure is a reason why. But I guess. It, from a storyline standpoint, they knew coming into this season they had to really explore that. So I, I think this is only there to further explain the issues with their relationship, um, and that's why they made it a big deal. But I but I do agree that it's it, it is a very uh, risky uh, decision to do that. It, but my my criticism would be that you end the episode on this. I would have preferred if AMC made this a two episode season premiere so you can see what happens, but instead we gotta wait until next week to find out uh yeah, what happens. Actually now two weeks. Now two oh, weeks. Two, oh, yeah, oh, two weeks oh, now oh, because, well, at least for us well, here. Yeah. yeah. Well Rich, here here's the thing. We know we know Maggie and ne- Maggie's never gonna forgive Negan. Yeah, we know that. We know what Adam said. She didn't see any of the things that he did, but we did. So, so we know what's in his heart so when it say, when it comes in terms of of defending people in his own camp. He decided he left Alexandria and he came back mm-hmm. to save Alexandria. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he he's this is his group. Maggie, whether he hates his guts or not, <gasps> is part of his group. No. So the so here's all right. Here's the thing. Do you think if Maggie didn't pull the gun? And pull that whole thing, and they just made it to this point without that that scene, that encounter, exchange. There, do you think he would have helped her? He the the point is he didn't. She didn't need to pull a gun for him to know that she wanted him dead. He said it even before she pulled out the gun. But she didn't never told him the real reason why he was there from the beginning. If she doesn't want to talk to him, she like doesn't. Nobody else exactly. But then he's trying to prove that he's not that. As when you saw when he saved the kid, and then they all watched and no one responded. They just like all right, let's just keep going. Whatever, who cares? Like this doesn't change anything. But he's been saving and been helping out for years now. And, and now that, he just decided to stop? Well, he did stop because he saw that Daryl was now turning his back on him. With the, oh, you think we're buddies now? I was like, well, we were for the past few years. Yeah, I pretty much do think we're buddies now. She comes back, and then now you're giving me the cold shoulder. That's, that's kind of BS. He was locked on a prison for fucking years, yeah. and he still saved Judith. Yeah, because he wasn't a prick. I don't think, and I don't know, maybe we'll have to do a whole other episode about this, but I think he was never in the wrong for anything he did. Yeah, I think no, he was... I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I agree with you on that. I yeah, mean, I, it's, it's, I just, I just think the way that he's acted, I, I, whether it, Maggie saw him do it or not is irrelevant. What we know is that he, whether, and whether, he, I'm not going to say he's a good guy because obviously there's just a whole bunch of gray in an apocalyptic oh, yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we know that, that he is, is willing to save his comrades, people, even though he doesn't like them? He doesn't like he he doesn't think uh, Daryl is one of his buddies. Like he was, 
But like, he did. Save but he still Darryl. saved him. Yeah, he still he saved Daryl. Right. But obviously, the, he liked Judith. We know yeah, why he saved her because of, yeah, he saved his connection with he kids saved and all the, that. Right. He so, saved the kid that we didn't even know his name, and he still saved him with that <laughs> with a big fat uh, uh, Walker dude or lurker. I mean, the the bigger question is that, yes, he didn't save. Uh, Maggie, but we also know that Daryl, he doesn't know that Daryl, well, he does. He did see Daryl run off. So he knows Daryl's down there. So oh, yeah. that's that's the other issue that someone could always argue is like, well, if by not saving Maggie means he didn't help Daryl because if he could pull up Maggie, who knows? He didn't know. Maybe Daryl had found Dog and was right behind her to climb up. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, that's going to be when we showed the little sneak preview. Already we see somebody pointing a gun at him and... You know, he's like, "Hey, I, I did what I had to do. Whatever, it is what it is." And I'm, I'm curious. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's just this is the this is his road. He already knows where he he pans out on this. He's ready to go. I the way I, he, he was describing him, like, "Hey, I'm leaving." It wasn't like I'm going back to Alexandria. I took it as like, "Yeah, I'm done with all of this. This mission, all this, <laughs> your life, the way you want to end. I don't need this. I did all I could. You guys don't care anymore." So I'm ready to go. So I have a feeling. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Rich. I, I have a feeling you, you might be disappointed, Adam, if this leads to Negan sacrificing himself at the end of the at the end of the show to save Maggie and company. No, uh, I I don't see. I'll, I'll say right now for all you listeners, I do not see <laughs> Negan dying in this season or at all. <laughs> I do not see that. Uh, I know there's been discussions of doing other things with Negan. Uh, we've already seen the sort of like that weird prequel when we saw him with his wife and how the whole beginning of his life and what's going on and led him into this path. But, uh, I mean, we'll get to the connections with the comics at the end of this episode. So I just don't see it. So I, th- th- maybe they're going to fix things toward the end. Maybe not. But I definitely don't see things panning out too bad for him. But, all right. So let's let's move on because we still got... Just like, real quick. Go I got, I got go two ahead. lines. Two lines. Or three lines, actually. First, and just, just this is my whole crux with this. Number one, <laughs> we, we didn't need, we didn't need uh, Negan to... Not save Maggie when we all know she's we know she's gonna survive. In order for us to to be like, oh, Maggie hates his guts. Once she wants to kill him, we already knew that. Two, I don't think I don't think he would have done this the on the way his character arc was going towards. That's not something he would have done. Number uh-huh. three, I want the I want the listeners of this of this episode right now, and I am Negan on the comment section wherever you guys are listening from. Please let us know which side you're on because yep. I, I i'm really curious to know if this is just something that's irking me if maybe this is irking the whole fan base I'm, i want i want to know if i'm in if i'm in the minority on this it would be really interesting to know yeah you know what uh after this is done rich we'll put something on uh, the coalition on the youtube right there in the yeah. comment we'll just put this hey like a like a poll it's like hey what would you do are you on the side of uh negan and just letting maggie just deal with it herself or do you think he should have just Helped her out. All right, so that was the end of that part. The second part now is with Ezekiel and and uh, and uh, Princess and Eugene and Yukimo, right? Yukimo, I keep messing that up. Yukimo, they're over, <laughs> yep. right? Yuki- yeah, that's it. That's it, right? All right. Yeah. So they and it's funny because I had a friend named Yuki, and maybe who knows? We always called her Yuki. That could have been her full name, Yukimo. Who knows? Anyway, could be. Yeah. So uh, we see them now. They're at the Commonwealth. Now they're doing the the interrogation process or the interview uh, process to get in, which makes sense. 
this all makes sense. Later on, Eugene had pointed out that this makes sense, but it does. I'm not surprised by this. And it's just even with the questioning, they ask a bunch of common questions that you would normally hear in certain areas or you're trying to get a passport or do other things. And it's like, oh, tell me your education, where you're from, uh, health. And they start answering the questions, but then they show a clock and you see it's been like four hours. Eventually, it's a total of like seven hours for all four of them being interrogated, asking all these questions. <laughs> all right, going back and forth and then looping with a lot of the same questions. You know, tell me about that. And they're like, oh, I already answered. Well, that's a tactic just to see if they slip up and if they give a different answer. Then you're lying. Yeah. That's that's where that's why they do it. They, this is something that you see police do, and others. That's just just the way it is. You know, where'd you grow up? And then an hour later, where did you grow up? Ah, California. You said Detroit last time, you prick. It's like, oh boy. So anyway, they go back and forth. We get some really fun responses from some of them. Uh, I loved some of the responses from Princess and uh, talking about uh, some of the things that she's gone through with her parents. You know, it's like. It was it was cool, and it's it's still funny to hear Ezekiel talk about how he was uh he worked in a zoo. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like oh yeah, I worked with the zoo. He should talk about the the lions. Now is that a profession that can continue on uh, after a zombie outbreak? I don't know, but go. It's there's limited there's limited uh you know <laughs> available spots. But you know the, the funniest one was Eugene. He's like. From 1975, 1982, I was in zip code 900. Oh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, with uh, Yukumo, when they were asking her, they were like, what, you, what was your zip code? She's like, who's going to remember that? And then it cuts to Eugene. <laughs> he remembers everything. The guy is like Sheldon, you know, from Big Bang. <laughs> he, he knows every moment, every day, what he did. He was taking locations. He was talking about his family. You know, we I don't remember him ever talking about his dad and saying that he was an engineer. You know, uh, but we learned more about that. Yeah, mechanical engineer. Yeah, mechanical engineer. So he definitely, and we we definitely know he's uh, inclined in that department. So he, he's definitely going to have a job. And that's the whole point of this process is to see how they fit if they pull him in. <clears throat> but I'll yep. get to the big question of how this whole thing pans out. But we're introduced to a very important character in the comic. And that is Mercer. Now, I don't think they said his name. Or they didn't call, address him by name. That's the soldier that was in the interrogation room for all of them. But so, so Adam, yo. before you keep going, I will say, I will say, be careful on comic book spoilers. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's all. That's it. I'm not. There's a lot. I'm not going any further because it's going to be curious to see if they they actually go down the road that they did in a comic with him. But he's there, and uh, Ezekiel looks over at him and he's like, "Oh, you must be the boss." Right, he was like, and then they go back for it. He comes off with this really cool line. Was he called him? He said, "You're just a a, a beat cop where with some power and a spacesuit on on a power trip yeah, on yeah. a power trip with a spacesuit on." That was awesome. You know, and, and then I, he starts coughing, man. I'm like, no. Yeah, because it, right before that, during the whole process, they had asked if he had a history or his family had a history of cancer. He said no. Yeah. Which is true, I guess. We don't know if there's any. But I don't know if they asked him specifically if he had cancer. Right. Yeah, it's like history of cancer or something like that. Yeah, they said it. Yeah, in your family. But he starts coughing up, coughing up. And uh, they don't seem too concerned. You know, I, I mean, do they really know how this whole thing spreads, turning people and all that? I don't know what they know at this point. But uh, yeah. you see Mercer, he just like hands him a, a glass of water and he's like drink this and he doesn't want to drink it but eventually he has to drink it because he's coughing up like crazy you know and uh so they get the group together 
uh, the four, and they're having their meal and they're talking and so forth. But right before I go that, what did you guys think of that? Because it was really fun. There was a, it was kind of lengthy, and they did some picture in picture, and we saw split screen, and we saw all four, and they were answering the same question and getting their responses. What did you think of that, Rich? Uh, I'm definitely curious to see where things go from here. I, I believe y- y'all, you two would know more than me if you read the comics all about the Commonwealth and what's going to happen with uh, this Mercer character. But yeah, I thought it was entertaining. Uh, it gives a little bit more of a background on some of the characters, where they came from, which I thought was important because some of those details I did not know about uh, until this episode. So yeah, I thought I thought it was entertaining for sure. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I like I, I just liked all the the different answers to the same questions, and it's like it just you know Eugene, man, he was he was really good. Him and Princess, I think, were the mm-hmm. be, two best ones. Yeah, Princess. Um, awesome. But yeah, but shout out to Ezekiel, man. He called called him out. He he knew exactly who you was dealing with, and uh, mm-hmm. and the character. I'm like, you, I wonder. I, you just look at him. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's up to. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So then uh, after that, they're sitting at a table. They're still in their holding cell, and they're talking about it and trying to figure out it. They were like, all right, we got to get out of here. This is, this is a no-brainer. We just got to leave. But right before that, there's a group. It was a, I think it was just a couple that was in the cell next yeah. to them. Princess goes up, and she starts to ask him. It's like, so how long you guys been here? And he was like, oh, I don't know, like four months. She was like, no, no, like six months, six months. You know, and it's like, what, six months? And then I know where soldiers come in. They grab him. They pull him out. And she's like, where are you going? Where are you taking him? He said, reprocessing. Well, it was a different guy. It was oh, a different was a guy different on a different dude. side. Oh, my bad. Yeah, All yeah. Right. So there was a different. So they grabbed another guy and he said reprocessing. So we don't know how long that guy's been there, but we definitely know that that couple, according to the wife, have been there close to like six months. Well, now, you, and you know why they're doing that? They're they're they're. It's taking months, maybe it takes years for people to get accepted because they just keep asking them the same questions oh, every yeah. single time. Oh. They want to see who's going to break. Yeah, that. And, and, uh, yep, yep. and then Jack to see also their health, if anything changes. Are they carrying any plagues or any other little ailments that are, are going to appear? I mean, this is, it sounds horrible, but we see a lot of this going on even now in our immigration process. Like, there was a. a it wasn't like that all the time. I remember um, I was just watching something about Ellis Island, and uh, yeah. they were showing it was like hygiene about Ellis Island and all the people going through, and they would just ask them same type of thing, basic questions about their life, it's not your name, information, health, and they would do a quick physical just to check them out, and then they would put them in another holding room, check them over again, and then determine if they were eligible to go into the United States and to work, and that was the main reason. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they were dealing with hundreds of thousands of people back then. But here, I guess... Rick just asked three questions. What? Rick? Go. Rick, all he did was ask three questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Rick. Rick, yeah, you're right. He just said, have you ever killed anybody? And all the, yep, that's it. He, and he why did you do it or point, like that? But somebody should have said, hey, by the way, I have chlamydia. What? Oh, shit. Here we go. All right, <laughs> so now we got to let everybody know. All right, we got to be careful with you. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting because then once she comes back and we're like, yeah, we gotta get out of here. And <laughs> Eugene agreed because at first he was like, no, no, we're gonna ride this out because he had yeah. mentioned Stephanie. Now the the interviewers they don't mention they don't say anything about Stephanie. They don't say, oh yeah, we know her. Oh yeah, she she told you to come here because that was the key part. They were like, why are you here? Why were you at the train yard? And he's like, well, we I've been corresponding with Stephanie over the radio, and she said to come meet her here, and that's why we're here. And 
that's the whole thing. But when he's trying to explain to the, the, the rest of the group how they should just ride it out, that's when we see that guy get carried off. We find out if that they've been there six months and poof. So what, what do you you guys think? Do you think that this is something, even if you were part of that group, would you have stayed or still contemplated the whole idea of just leaving? Like, all right, we got to find an escape. This is not a, a good place. Well, the, I, I mean, obviously Eugene was waiting to to wait for a little bit but when they heard months he obviously what he the i guess the first thing that came into his mind i was like yeah we can't wait months for you know alexandria still needs us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know the, the, we have a group of people that still need us we were here just to get help uh so taking months over a year they might not be your friends might not be there in mm-hmm. a couple of months so yeah i'm i'm with i'm with the with the group i would have i would have been you know ready to leave yeah so this is an interesting, and now this the next two scenes for their their segment. One just like just threw me off for a loop, but one of them it starts off with Princess. Just, it looks like she's daydreaming or something, or hearing the voices in her head again, doing that whole yeah. thing, and she starts laughing and smiling. And they're like, "What's what's going on with you?" It's like, "Oh, the two over there, the two so they're flirting." It's like they're not even moving. Yeah, yeah, but they've been doing it, and they do little. So she's very observant. That's what they find out. She knows almost every little detail about the guards that are out there, the soldiers. She knows their little quirks. She knows which one is hurt based off of a limp. She knows that uh, even their internal gossip and that. Two of them are having some kind of sexual fling. She's like, yeah, one goes away for three minutes and a few minutes later, another one follows and then they don't come back for like an hour. So they're mm-hmm. definitely going off to do something, you know, and at first they want to dismiss her like you're, you're going crazy. But then when they start thinking about it, like, wait, so if two are going and they're doing what we think they're doing, they have to take their their armor off. So this mm-hmm. is the question I have for you guys. Where did they find them to get the to the uniforms? How did they were able to get to yeah. that location to get these uniforms? Because the next scene after that, we see that uh, Yukimo and uh, um, Princess are being escorted to another area by two troopers, which we obviously now we know is Eugene and Ezekiel. Two soldiers. I said troopers like they're stormtroopers. Two, two uh, soldiers. <laughs> that's and, what they look like. Yeah, that's what they look like. And... It's like, wait, wait, wait. I, I paused it because I was like, oh, man, did I miss something? Like, no, she, no right, Rich? I didn't miss no. it. She didn't no, even, no. she didn't say exactly where they were. And if you're in a holding cell, how did you sneak out to get to that area mm-hmm. to then steal their outfits? And how did they not know and not go running around screaming, somebody just stole our outfits? Or did you kill them? And that, my friend, was done off camera with no explanation. Because I guess they figured that Princess's story was supposed to have you believe, well, this is exactly how they got it. They just waited till they went on break and got access to the suits. But it does not explain how did they get out of the, the holding cell. Unless they are, and then this is just me trying to fill in the blanks for the AMC crew, is uh, if, um, remember when we saw that one episode that they had of where she was sneaking out? to go talk to the all the other ones if that's mm-hmm. what she did she snuck out and then she grabs it but then the, what that's a, that takes more than an hour i would assume to go out there <laughs> carry two suits two full suits back right back and forth i'm assuming you're gonna have to make multiple trips and not everybody was going and then put that on and then squeeze through that little hole for everybody i don't know if eugene would be able to fit or ezekiel 
and uh, then just blend in with I don't know that that was a, that was a I whole think, a plot hole right there. Yeah, I think they just they just were running out of time and that got cut. That's that's it. Honestly, what I think because it was abrupt. You know, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, they they have a fling and you know we want to leave and then oh we're already leaving. That's it. And, yeah, and, that's done. But 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 you're 100 percent right, Carlos. Is that they were very quick and abrupt and didn't have time because you didn't even see the two soldiers that was in the suit originally. Normally, right. in those circumstances, you would at least see them tied up or something. They were nowhere to be found. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that definitely was. Uh, a loose end. Yeah, definitely a loose <laughs> I think, end. I think it was. I, I think it was just cut off the final cut. They were like, "Yeah, we gotta trim some time because I think the episode was over fifty-five minutes. Yeah, fifty-six um, minutes. Yeah. So, so I think they were just like, "Hey, we gotta cut some stuff off. Let's cut this off. It's not obviously it's not too important because obviously we knew we know we knew the plan and we knew the end result. It's just you know." Mm. Would have been cool if they could, would have had a little, a little small snippet. Like there's of that, a combination. But... There's that, and also we don't know how long they've been there already. It's, it seems mm-hmm. like they've been there a while. If Princess knows so much about these troopers, and their habits and their routines, so we don't know. It would have been great. They didn't even have to say it if they would have just thrown a little caption at the bottom two weeks later or a month later. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on now. Like, even yeah, when, when yeah. they were doing the back and forth from the crew in the subway tunnel. The, oh, you thought was, you are talking about the stormtroopers. See, the crew in the subway tunnel, remember, that was happening at night. But then when they were doing the flipping back and forth, it was daytime for yeah. uh, for Princess and the crew there. So, clearly, it's a different day. So, how many days? How long have they been there? It would have been great just to throw that. Because they were showing the clock, showing how long of, was it, seven hours of interrogation. And I think that was, like, the first day. How many days did they get interrogated? Was it seven hours every day? Yeah. I don't think I don't think we had... Uh, unless they mentioned it, and I'm, I'm just forgetting. Uh, I don't think we know how long they actually were there in total... Yeah, you know, getting interrogated. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting toward the end of this, and this is a key part. Uh, Once they get down through the hall and they go into a room, then we see the bulletin board, and this one said for expedite uh, assessment into the Commonwealth, and there was all these pictures all attacked to this board and now their whole point the, the crew now is just to get out they're like yeah no we're gonna pass this we're getting out that's that's it we're gonna escape but princess noticed that she sees a uh, yukimo's picture up there she's like hey you i see you that's that's you so she looks over and sure enough there's a picture of her there i i couldn't i paused it a few times i tried to zoom i couldn't tell if there was it looked like it was a torn picture yeah. Right. Yeah, there wasn't, they, you don't see if there was another person in it, but clearly it's someone that she's close with that yeah, put that it, picture. Yeah, it was a picture and a post-it, so it was from her sister who's looking for, for looking oh, for. Oh, see, there you go. See, there with the post. All right, mm-hmm. so it's the sister, and then that's when she says, "I can't leave. I have mm-hmm. to stay." And then they look. They... It's implying that her sister is in the is in oh, yeah. the common oh, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, exactly. Because that's the whole thing. That's why with the whole expedited that they already have a sibling that can vouch for them, or a friend or a family member that can vouch for them. And so if you see any of these people, right, they are to be processed faster. You know, the expedite to get them through to be with their loved one because they have someone that can vouch for who they are. Because they, they, clearly they don't know any of these people. That's why they put them in the holding for so long. To catch them if they're lying and stuff. So there goes that. And then it ends. But this, this, that was a key. Now, 
before I go into some comparisons with not spoilers for the comic, just some comparisons of how things are carrying over from there to this point. What did you guys think of that discovery for uh, Yukimo? Yumiko. Yumiko. Um, Yuki. That's it. I'm just calling her Yuki. Go. Or Yumi. Um, I'm going to go ahead, Rich. I was just going to say, well, I thought it was interesting. I mean, the the whole thing is that this all started because Eugene, he is the one that uh, he wanted to meet the woman that, the woman of his dreams that he's been having these conversations with. So he, (laughs) they they, they came to, for for support and to make sure nothing bad was going to happen with him, which I understand. And, you know, to go to what you asked earlier, Adam, is if I was if I was in a situation and I had a chance to leave, I would have said, Eugene, we've come far with you, but this is where we depart. And I would have left him there to wait for this woman and, and, went, and went, on, went on out and got out of there. But, well, but now, remember the other selling point that he was selling that it was that these are, this is a great place to live. Like she was like, there's yeah. restaurants, there's life here, there's other things, the normal things that we had part of our society. They're all here, and that's what he was selling over to the group, also. But keep going. Okay, yeah. So, so, but, 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 yeah. And, and he, and you are correct. He made that point. But at the end of the day, this is so that he can get close to this woman that he's been having these conversations with, and there was chemistry. So for them to now flip it and now make Yumiko also having a family member that's there made it more personal for her to also stay behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get that. As for the other two, um, we know Princess is going to stick around because she's she's found friends. She wants to stay around with them. She had the best and, during that interrogation, remember? When they were like, oh, so where did you meet up with the group? Oh, no, no. They they found them on the road, the whole thing, and uh, then they fell in love with me, and I stayed. And uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, they exactly. fell in love with you. Yes, that's right. They love you now, and uh, that's why you stayed. Exactly. And, and and the benefit of Ezekiel staying is so he can eventually get treated because I'm assuming that they have access to some type of medicine or something oh, yeah. that could help him. So he needs to stay also. So yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. But, yeah, I, I was curious because it was a little too easy for them to just escape. Now, you know, OK, that it's not going to be an easy process. Yeah. All right. So just to get just a little comparison of where this is happening compared to the point in the comic where it was happening. It's almost too, uh, it's almost identical in a weird way because the, the one variant is with uh, Yukimo is that she's filling in for Michonne because Michonne was on this trip. Ezekiel is also not on this trip, but Michonne was on this trip. And as you know, she is a lawyer and that plays a big part in the end game. That's why when she left, I was like, right, they're going to have to fill it. And Yukimo is an attorney as well. And that's what she said. She was like, oh, she was it. She went to Oxford and Harvard and the whole thing. And she, so she's very proficient at, at uh, being an attorney. That plays a big part in that story arc. And I wasn't sure if they were going to keep going with that once once Michonne left. But just the fact that they brought it up again and Yukimo's part of this and that's her her profession, they are definitely going down that road. And that was the same thing that happened in the comic when they looked at the bulletin board. In the comic, Michonne saw her daughter on there. I was like, I have to stay. You know, I we're here. They weren't trying to escape or anything, but then they realized, like, oh, well, there's a reason for me to stay here. They, she was thinking about just leaving. But she was like, no, no, my daughter's here. I got to find her. So then there you go. Now it's Yukimo and looking for her sister. Her sister's there. And so this is great. It's, it's interesting how they, they 
to fit in the puzzle pieces for people that are gone and, and some of that are there because Rick was also part of that group. Of course, Rick is not here, you know, but mm-hmm. we have Ezekiel, who is also a former leader. Well, and, yeah. Well, that well now I I want to definitely ask you you and, and and Carlos a question, and I think Carlos was going to say something else, uh, you know, before I had had made my comments about uh, Yumiko finding the the photo, but I was just going to ask you both. So, based on what has changed now from the comics to the show, where do you think uh, Michonne and Rick play into this storyline? Because I thought that they. Obviously, Rick got you know taken off on that helicopter, and we assume that he is with. Uh, <laughs> we assume that he is with uh, all, 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 all the. Uh, the I, uh, but go ahead. I, if I remember, because it's been a while from World Beyond, there was a statue. There wasn't there a statue of Rick in that in that uh, season. I, I it, there was a statue of somebody I I, I don't quite remember because that that show was so horrible. Yeah, so I don't remember. I have that. to look that up because <laughs> I don't want to spoil. But there's some there is some connection if there is a statue of Rick there. But um, th- yeah, because out of this crew, the two different from the character from the comic is Ezekiel was replaced by Rick, and Yukimo was Michelle. That's it. Okay. But Eugene, of course, he was the reason why they had to go, and then Princess they picked up along the way. So that's, I don't know. That's, that's going to be, that's great. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to find them or hell. What if they throw a curveball and they're already there? What if they are already there? Because remember when we saw Michonne, (laughs) when she's the last time we saw, when she saved those people, there was a caravan. Remember? She was like, bring them to a caravan. Who's to say? That that caravan wasn't a caravan for supply run and stuff for the people of the Commonwealth. They could yeah. easily just show her up there. Boom. She's there. And they can do that. Uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed. I think it's somewhat confirmed. or We're expecting to see Michonne and Rick in the final oh, season yeah. at some point. I mean, but, you, you could say, oh, yeah, but remember, we were let down as two people that walked shameless that Fiona did not come back for the <laughs> final Adam, season. Adam, well, yeah, 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 put yourself... They gotta have something. <laughs> they hold. They <laughs> all right. So you heard the. Oh yeah, you're right. They gotta have something. They definitely have to get have some, and it's expected. This is expected something. The only issue is that the Rick movie. I don't know when that will when these movies are coming, and I would assume that sometime next year. So I don't think all three of them or two of them are going to air before we get to him showing up on the show. Maybe one of them, but. Uh, that's my only question of because how that's going to also play into it. And if that movie is necessary to dive into now, okay, now he's back on the show. Now, I don't know if they need to show that movie ahead of time, but mm. we'll see. Yeah. We don't know where that uh, ties. Cause that was supposed to be a side story leading up yeah. to everything that was going on. But of course, COVID put a big damper on that. That movie was already supposed to be finished and out. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen, and that was supposed to come out before the, I think, World Beyond to really connect with that whole group, and now that panned out. So, I don't know, a lot of questions, a lot of questions, but all I know is that they're on the right track, and this is the end game, people. This is all the end game. To see what's happening with them now, what's happening with the stuff in the tunnel, that is separate. That's some other stuff that's going on. That's not part of the the journey that was in the comic, so that's going to be very interesting to see how that whole thing pans out. 
there's a lot of variables there and i'm looking forward to it overall i like this episode Besides mm-hmm. that one part where, how did you get the suits from the couple that's uh, doing the little thing? <laughs> Everything else was all right. Everything was okay. So I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of this season. Very excited for it. What about you, Carlos? What did you think? Well, I mean, I liked most of the episode, but obviously that one thing with Negan, I just that yeah. that didn't sit well with me, um, because. Later on, we're 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 just going to be keep talking about the conflict between Maggie and Negan, and that's going to be a huge part a part of it. And obviously, we already had that before, so we'll we'll handle that as each episode goes. But uh, yeah, other than that, I thought the episode was pretty good. Um, obviously, the stuff going in the Commonwealth was, I think, the best part of the episode for me. Um, Princess, you know, revealing that she's she's got psychic powers <laughs> was pretty cool. Um, she's funny. So. Yeah, she. It's 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 pretty cool. It, it, I I like I like that that part of the story. She is um, spot on with the comic too. That's the thing. Eugene also. Those two are spot on with the comic. Like if they could jump out of the pages, this is it. That's what I love about it. <laughs> yeah. That this is those characters' life. Same thing with uh, with um, you know, Negan. The same thing. He's he's spot on. What's it? Um, D. Morgan. What's your name? Yeah, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yeah. Spot yeah, on. I um and just real quick to answer uh cursing. Rich's Rich's question uh yeah, I have no clue how they're going to tie in uh Michonne and and Rick. Um I don't think it's going to be through the Commonwealth. I think it's going to be through the other the Alexandria por- portion of it. Um uh-huh. maybe with the new the new uh the new threat somehow they they get involved like that, but yeah, we'll see. I think yeah. they're going to get involved, but we'll see. Yeah, because one of the things that we did hear from the showrunners when they were talking about when Rick left, they're like, "Well, is he dead?" It was like, "No, he's not dead. He's doing the side missions, right?" With the group. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Okay, so that's why they didn't kill him off." And it's like, so when he comes back, is he going to die? I was like, "He's never going to die." Like the way they they didn't say it directly, but they were like, "They have no plans for him to die in this universe." So I don't know. If you have him come back and then just die, just to come back to die, you know what I mean? So well, if he comes back to be relevant, that would make that would definitely tie in to a lot of other things. But it's, it's is it not needed? only that? I have to I have to interject though, because not only that, but we have to see Judith with Rick at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do need to see that. Or Michonne, she lost her mom and her dad. Well, yeah. but we but we saw her Judith in the show when Judith was cognizant and doing things on her own. Yeah. We haven't seen her with Rick, you know, as as other than a baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and then we, we need that for closure. And the son, they have a boy. You know, oh, uh, everyone everyone forgets about it. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, that's right. You forget they 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 uh, reproduced. They brought new life. He was. He was the, he was the other because I remember Judith uh, went to hug uh, Daryl and I think the the boy was that was the other kid right yeah little boy yeah he's yeah. there I don't remember his name <laughs> oh yeah but he's there he's there oh, and that's the thing that's why it was really rough when we saw Michonne leave the way she did I was like uh, as a parent myself I don't see if it's one thing if it's like a call situation where he's a grown man. It's like, all right, he can fend for himself. You're leaving a small child who already lost their father. Yeah. And we understand. And remember, her story arc is that she's going to go look for the father. 
but I don't know. That seems like a big, uh, that seems like a, a Morgan situation from Fear the Walking Dead of just like Kung Fu style. I'm just going to wander the earth until I find where I need to be. You don't really know where Rick is, but you're going to go search for him. But whatever. Either way, I hope they both show up. And I hope they figure out some cool way of ending this. I have a feeling they have that planned out. But it's going to take a while, people. We have plenty of episodes. This is going to be a long season. They still are going to be taking their break, which is why it's going to be going into deep 2022. So uh, we'll see. And then, of course, we got Fear and World Beyond. And I know those two are going to connect. I don't know if they're going to connect to Walking Dead proper. But definitely those two are going to be connecting. So we're going to have that crossover. All right, everybody. Thanks again. Uh, for uh, joining us over on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, over at the Coalition. Thank you, and we will be back for uh, episode two of season 11, this final season. And that'll be in two weeks, because next week, for the people that just watch it on AMC proper, this is going to air, and then the week after, we'll be back for episode two. All right, thanks again. I'm out. Peace, everybody. Deuces.